Optimize My Life, the ultimate radio show where we unlock the secrets to living our best lives. Now, before we dive into this exciting journey of self-improvement and empowerment, I want to take a moment to thank our incredible sponsor, The Hope Collection, for making this show possible. Their unwavering commitment to spreading hope and positivity in our lives is truly remarkable. We believe in the power of interaction, so we want you to be a part of this incredible journey. Call in, write to us, or connect on social media. We'd love to hear your questions, experiences, and challenges. Together, we'll create a thriving community of like-minded individuals, supporting each other to thrive and shine. Hello, everyone, and welcome to... Roadmapping Your Life with Heather Mahoney. How are we today? Happy Tuesday. Yay! I am so excited today. Well, the reason why I'm excited, tomorrow is my birthday. And I'm officially 29 years old. That's what my son believes. And I'm sticking to that line. I'm 29 years old today. I had him when I was 10. So if, I, if I'm 29 and I had him when I was 10, oh, my God, he's 19 years old. Can you believe that? Well, he's 19 and I'm 29. So I am excited to be here today. I have this wonderful lady that's joining us in a few minutes, Miriam. She's going to talk about her brand new book, which has already been a certified bestseller on Amazon. Congratulations to her. I'm so excited for her. Yay. And, of course, my business partner, Henley, is here. Uh, Hopefully, he won't make too much noise tonight as we learn more and more and dive into this wonderful book that Miriam is going to talk about. Hi, Miriam. How are you? Hi, Heather. Thanks for having me on your show. Oh, thank you so much for being here. There he goes. He wants to be part of the show. (laughs) You know, I should know better because if he's not me, he will make a thousand noise until I pick him up and put him next to me or in my lap. Isn't that just wonderful? It is wonderful. (laughs) So he loves me. So how's the weather up by you? It is beautiful. I mean, it has not been hot. The rain has stopped. It has been just the perfect Sunny weather, cool evenings. I can't complain. Wow. Well, we had um, we were a little bit not so bad today. It was in the nineties, 
and I checked my temperature before I got home, and it was 87. So at 9 o'clock at night, it was 87 degrees. Yay! Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best weather ever. And we're so excited because it's almost the end of August, and we said, okay, we have one more full month of this in September, and then in October, it drops a whole degrees, and we could tell the difference that it dropped. So there's a cool spell coming in about five weeks. <laughs> then you get into your best weather of the year down in Florida, right? Exactly. Then we said, this is why we live here, because, oh, what's that? Is that snow? Ooh, oh, no, we don't have any such thing. <laughs> We've been lucky. We have. Uh, I could do without the snow, and to be in the Northeast and not have the snow, we had a great winter last winter. So I'm hoping we have more of the same. Okay. Well, good luck with that. <laughs> you just have to have that positive attitude, and you just kind of can create that. <laughs> I feel like I have a weather angel with me. <laughs> I totally believe in that. So let's learn a little bit about you before we dive into this wonderful book that I'm so excited to hear about tonight. And um, I never can find my way in anywhere, but let's see here. Oh, my God. I, I love this bio. It's like you're an empowerment and mindset coach, a leader and wellness advocate um, with the Terra International certified passion test facilitator. You got to tell me about that. For kids, teens, uh, kids and teens as well as as adults. And an EFT, that's not an electronic transfer by the way. It's an emotional freedom <laughs> technique practitioner. Oh, that sounds really really cool. But I like that electronic fun um um transfer <laughs> piece. But I had to read that twice and and so and, you know, you mentor people, I love this too, mentor people who are committed to living happy, healthy, and fulfilled lives. Don't you want to do that? Absolutely. So we're going to hear about that tonight too. And who sometimes struggle with overwhelmed stress and limiting beliefs that keeps them stuck. Oh, we know about that. And hold them back from living the vibrant lives they want to they want and desire. That's an amazing, amazing, amazing. I love that. So you, so you have to tell me more about that. And we we briefly discussed this. You're from Connecticut. Yes. And and oh, really cool. You live with your husband. Isn't that nice? <laughs> and two awesome boys and our rescue dog. Oh, nice. And and the rescue. Her name is Molly. So and Molly's Molly. being quiet tonight. I think Molly, it's bedtime for her, so she's done for the night. Oh, oh, oh! I wish Henley was like that, you know. Um, <laughs> I'm a late, I'm a late, late, late sleeper, so I go to sleep around midnight, and he stays up with me till midnight. Oh boy! And, yeah, so he he is full of energy, and oh, he he's amazing. You know, he's a rock and roll dog, so what do you expect? <laughs> well, you'll have to read my my last chapter, which is just a, 
a bunch of Z's because it, when it gets to be the end of the day, it's time to just rest and get renewed and relax and just reflect on the day and how wonderful it was for you. So I do that more like <laughs> 9 o'clock. So I'm almost past my bedtime. <laughs> oh, no. And I'm keeping you up late. But it's for a good reason. <laughs> that. All right. So um, t- tell me. Oh, I have my question here. So um, why the title, Stepping Into Happy? Well, I struggled with the title. I am all about gratitude. And so when I first wrote the book, and I really wrote the book back in about 2010. So this has been germinating for a long time. And I was really stuck on the title to be always say thank you. Because I I feel so strongly and believe that gratitude is the basis of everything. And so I I couldn't let go of that title and some friends who were authors started to say, but that's not everything that the book is about. That's just one chapter. Um, you and I, I love your book, by the way, and your path is, you know, right on the road, you know, it's, it's just your path is a roadmap. My path to stepping into happy is the alphabet. So it's a little bit different path, but in some ways our books are so similar because we are designing a path to living your best life, right? Yeah. And so it was actually, I forget what year, the Golden Globes. I was watching the Golden Globes and Pharrell Williams sang his brand new song, Happy, and I just fell in love with it. And my middle name for, you know, even in my senior um, yearbook, I was wearing T-shirts with happy faces, you know. So so happy kind of goes with my DNA. And I was at a, I was at a meditation meeting when I had, I had joined a group and we were meeting and the, the leader was, is a beautiful spiritual friend of mine. And she said, Marion, you are all about happy. And it just came. It just, I don't know if she said it or, you know, together we just said, with, just step into happy. Just step into it because that's what you're all about. And I had coached with someone years ago and I remember sitting at the beach. That's one of my favorite places. And if you follow me on Facebook, I'm always posting beach pictures because I'm not far from the shoreline in um, Connecticut. And my coach was saying, what do you really want for your clients, Marion? And I almost started crying and I just said, I just want people to be happy. And we know, you and I share the passion test together. We know the statistics that you know, three quarters or, or more percent, 75, 80% of people are not happy at their work. So they're not happy at their work or their life because if because work makes up so much of your life. 
So we know that statistic. And we know in today's world, this very moment, that the world needs more happy. And this book came to me after 32 years of corporate life in financial services. I knew that it was time to step out because I had, I enjoyed that time, but it wasn't serving me anymore. And, and I, I couldn't serve my clients in the way that, that they were going to feel more fulfilled. Yes, financial is a good part of, of your roadmap, right? That's a, that's (laughs) one of the aspects along with everything else in your life, whether, you know, it's career and leisure and, you know, all the other things that are, that matter to us, but it wasn't, I wasn't happy there anymore. And so after 32 years, I was let go after many mergers on wall street and it was just time. I never looked back and I had already started pursuing a coaching career and it came very naturally to me that this is what I wanted to be doing. And then this book came to me. And so prior to 32 years in financial services, when I got out of college in, uh, with a degree in elementary education, I was a kindergarten teacher. So from kindergarten, somehow I landed on Wall Street. That's a whole nother story. We don't have enough time for this show to go through my circuitous path through life but it's never a straight line we know that right and this book just just came to me just in you know a to z in words that were action words they're all verbs um things that could move you forward into a life that's more happy and that's really the story so who um who do you cater to? Who's that target audience for you? It really, it's mostly women. Women who might be ready for a career change. Will Women who are not satisfied with their life as it is. My my tagline has, has always been, which are, some of the chapters in my in my uh, my book, dare to dream, reach for the stars, live the life you love. And so, a lot of times we just accept that day to day routine that just moves along that kind of monotone kind of life that we are ha- you know we're we think we're happy with or we we accept that that's what it is, but deep mm-hmm. down, we know that we really want more, right, Heather? We do. But we usually are afraid to go after it. So these simple steps, you know, as a kindergarten teacher, I like simple. I like life simple. I like to just move forward and just, I don't want a complicated life, and these are Simple steps for loving your life. That's my book, Step Into Happy. Simple steps from A to Z for loving your life. So, um, you know, in my book, everything starts with the letter P. So right. I'm going to ask. <laughs> I'm going to ask you, and oh, I love what, that. What's the, 
tea. <laughs> so my my chapter, my P chapter, is practice patience. Oh, I have those two in my book. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> How do you practice patience? Because it's a necessary part. Well, sometimes it's just stopping and breathing and knowing that we we can't necessarily control the, the speed and the direction because it doesn't happen on our terms, right? Life doesn't always happen on our terms. So we have to... We have to practice patience and allow the flow to come in so that it it's not forced, it's not stressful. Uh, you know what we talk about in the passion test, intention. So we want to set an intention for whatever that pathway is. And then attention, so what attention are we going to put to that? that dream, that desire, that intention, and then no tension, which is the practice patience part. So we right. want to take the the push out of it and let it allow it to flow. Right. And for those of us who don't know what the passion test is, can you give me a quick skinny, what is the passion test? Well, the passion test, and I, I noticed that you incorporate that as part of your roadmap, and so do I in my Step into Happy. It's really connecting with what matters to you most. It's, it's still considered the number one process for discovering and living your passions. And again, and that's choosing to not live a life of ordinary and to allow yourself to really write down what your life would look like if it was ideal to you. And then just narrow that focus down. It's a whole process that we walk our clients through to identify the top five first. You know, we know the universe wants us to have it all, and we deserve to have it all. But you can't do it with a list of 10 or 15 things that you want to happen right now, right? That takes us back to our practice patience chapter. (laughs) Right. And it allows us to move one step at a time along the highway, right? Right. I I know, moving along that highway, um, you know, as you know, the metaphor for me is the vehicle. And we're so used to driving in our cars by ourselves. To have that wingman or that wing lady next to you is such a scary proposition. And many of us, including myself, for years, 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 in my 29 years, I did not know how to ask for help or how to ask for that um, wing guy to sit next to me in the car. Mm. So mm-hmm. I always thought it needed to drive by myself. And it makes those long distance trip. You know, I, I when I was in the Army and I was stationed in Texas, in Colleen, Texas, 
and I was still, my mom lived here in South Florida, I would take that long trek on 10, then mm. 95, um, by myself. And, you know, in the 1, 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock hour of the morning, it was a lonely, desolate drive. So imagine as you step into happy or you, you know, you're driving your roadmap of life, how easy and how wonderful it would be to have somebody next to you. And it doesn't have to be your lover or your sister or brother, but having somebody designated next to you, you're a coach and you do empowerment and mindset training. So when that client comes to you, how you direct in her, since your ideal client is a female, how you how you guide in her and mentor And I love that you said you mentor them to get to that point. And a good part of that is just, well, it's the C chapter. It's connect. It's how you connect with that person to... You can't decide for them. They have to decide for themselves, but to connect with them and allow them to get in touch with what is important to them. And then the, to go back a chapter is, is believe. You know, a lot of times we've had someone in our life who believes in us before we've gotten to the point of believing in ourselves. So that often as a child, that's usually our parents or a teacher. And then as we get older, that might be that mentor or that coach. You know, it's so important to have that other person because we we are individuals, but we're not meant to go through this life by ourselves. Right. So if you're out there and you're listening to us, hear what Marion is saying. It's like, you know, the Army had a slogan. They went back to the old, old slogan. was an army of one. Oh, my God. That hurt when they came up with that slogan, an army of one. And I get the whole big picture of it. But we were never meant to be one. You know, we could have one vision, one mission, one goal, but we're not meant to be one. And and you get there, uh, you move farther and faster when you have somebody with you because you can't see behind you. That's where that buddy comes from. Right. You know, you got to believe that they're there to have your back. Yeah. So keep going. Keep telling me about stepping into happy. We're, let me just go back for a moment. When you left Wall Street, um, when they told you to leave Wall Street, were you scared in any of it or were you just like, oh, this is a relief? I really was relieved. I, like I said before, I never looked back. Because I was dreaming about this day. I was 
starting to be kind of pushed into a position as a trader, not that everyone knows what, you know, all the pieces of Wall Street, but I was always more in a position of an advisor or a strategist or, you know, marketing. Um, Not, I didn't go in there to trade individual stocks because that is probably the most stressful job on Wall Street. And I was an associate portfolio manager, but I was losing my advisory, my strategy um, piece of it, and I was just becoming a transactional person, which was just not fun to me. And so I had started to see that my spot on the totem pole was, you know, was not in moving in the up direction it was the opposite direction. I mentioned um, being part of mergers all throughout my Wall Street career. So um, this was the first time that the acquiring firm was not the firm I was with. So I was losing the visibility, we'll do the analogy on the road, right? It was, you know, it was more foggy out there and I didn't see the upside anymore. So I just kind of felt that the writing was on the wall and Even in my Wall Street career, I always loved the personal development meetings because they they had those also. And, um, you know, some of the sales meetings, it was all, you know, it was strategy and it was mindset. And that's the stuff that I love. And so I pursued a, a life coaching career and got certified in that. And I found that, you know, with with young children, I had, you know, my boys were young you know, at that time, Um, but I still had no trouble showing up for that, you know, that two-hour class every week to to learn how to really work with people as a mentor, as a coach, and help them to live a happier life. Right. And and then I found some of the other processes, like the passion test. Um, another one that I found since then through my network marketing uh, that I love is to do the Clifton Strength Finder. So it's it's look it's an assessment that allows you to discover your 34 strengths. And Gallup, it was developed by Gallup, which we, if you're familiar with Gallup, you know a lot of people are. They are like the biggest survey assessment company out there. They do all kinds of statistics. So they developed, this one person developed this assessment that uncovers your your 34 strengths. And the way, when you look at these strengths, that with, you know, eight or nine billion people on the planet, Mm Mm-hmm the probability that your 34 strengths are in the same order, anyone else's strengths on the planet is, is not a probability, which really speaks to the fact that each of us is so beautifully unique. And when we can find and really look at how great we are each individually, then that gives us the confidence and the 
the visibility and the clarity to really pursue a life that is for us, not anybody else's life. It's our life, right? There's only right. one of us. So what are your top three strengths? Uh, my top three strengths, the first one is futuristic. And so what that strength is, is is being a bit of a visionary, that I have this this really wonderful ability to help people see the possibilities out there. Because a lot of us, they can't, you know, they've, they accept their kind of everyday life, right? And mm-hmm. so I, I help people just envision what's possible. And then my second strength is um, maximizer, which is that I want people to really maximize capable of being. And again, as I had mentioned before, it's like you, a lot of people see just what's possible today. But if you can just free that, free your mind up, those limiting beliefs to allow yourself to look beyond what's possible just today and and really be able to dream a little bit more. Um, and my third is connectedness. I was talking, you know, I I love connecting with people and just finding out what they're all about because I learn so much from other people. And that helps me to, to again, see the possibilities because, you know, of, of all the things that other people have that are, that are different and fascinating, you know, other than what I'm doing. Um, those are my top three. I mentioned on Wall Street I was a strategist. Strategy is my fifth um, because as a coach, I'm a strategist. I help people plan. Um, And then my fourth, just to backtrack, my fourth is positivity. And you probably get that with my book. (laughs) Definitely get that. I get the top five. I I see that. You there? Yes. Okay. No, I I see those qualities and characteristics in you. And, um, you know, so what author um, or authors um, inspired you to want to create um, Stepping Into Happy? Well, funny story. I have always loved, well, in my, first of all, in my book, I, I quote Ralph Waldo Emerson a lot because I just love his philosophies. And they're so calming and they're so beautiful. Um, More modern day, I was a big follower of Wayne Dyer and Louise Hay, Um, you know, again, for their, their positivity and, and their wisdom. And when I, when I first wrote the first version of my book, and I was just envisioning that on the bookshelves one day. And of course, 
when I did that, that's now way over 10 years ago, but I, my last name is Edvardson, so that's E-D-V on the shelves, and that falls right to the right of D-Y-E-R. And I thought, how wonderful is that, that my books would be right next to Wayne Dyer's. <laughs> and so I, I went to a bookstore and I took a picture. I, I made a little room on the shelf and I photoshopped a copy of my book in next to Wayne Dyer's. And oh, then cool. I went to a conference, um, I think it was like 2011, 2012, um, with Brenda Burchard, who was, uh, you know, he's just a brilliant marketer and um, strategist. And it was it was one of my first big conferences that was something outside of my financial services realm. And it was out in California. I had to fly out there. And he was announcing some of his guest speakers. And he said, I'd like to let you know that I'm I'm having Wayne Dyer as one of my guests. And I was just thrilled. And so I pasted a picture of the photo that I had taken, and I got a chance during the conference to meet Wayne Dyer. And I showed him that picture, and I had him autograph it. And we know that he's, you know, he's passed, you know, quite a few years ago already. Um, but I have that that beautiful memory of my book next to his book. So I hope that. You know, someday that step into happy can be recognized as as an inspirational book that's helped people move into a happier place in their lives. That's my wish. Oh, that's awesome. That's a fabulous story. Um, you know, my old career working in law, I'm not a lawyer, mm-hmm. by the way, but I was the administrator of a law firm. And we have, um, Wayne Dye um, lived in West Palm Beach, ah. our county. And his, his uh, nephew is a friend of ours. So he was oh, writing, fun. He was writing his own book. Um, and he used to come into the office. To, um, to work in an empty office and write his book so he could, like, be away from everything and concentrate. <laughs> My Wayne Dyer story. I, I have a, a curious question because I'm always curious about one aspect that has relates to absolutely nothing. And My question is, you wrote this book 10 years ago. What took you so long to publish it? well don't we all have limiting beliefs and doubts absolutely and and questions you know is this book serious enough to go out into the world Um, you know is it a valid enough message Um, I actually I feel the book, I, I am ready to get this book out into the world because of how I've grown over the last 10 years. You know, having come out of corporate and not having the personal growth experience that I wanted to 
be able to express in the book. So the book got revised to kind of like my modern, my today life, as opposed to my 10 years ago life. Um, so there were a few different things that just caused me to put it on the shelf. Um, coming out of corporate, I had to, you know, after receiving a paycheck for 32 years and then having to just grow a new business, um, you know, being an author is not by itself necessarily an income-producing career, right? They always say, oh, you don't really make money on the books. It's more the, you know, the coaching or, or classes or programs or speaking engagements, things like that. And so for whatever reasons, it wasn't time to come out yet. You know, back in 2010, it was after 2008, the market had crashed. It was not a good economy. And what kind of thoughts go through your people, you know, go through your head is, you know, well, who wants a book on happy when the world is not happy right now? And there were phases where I didn't put it out for that reason. Whereas today I'm a different person and it is exactly the right time to put out a book about stepping into happy. You know, I know that story so well. You know, right, in my, <laughs> yes, in my book, um, my story was perfection. And mm. the day wasn't right, the color wasn't right, the temperature wasn't right, the time wasn't right. You know, everything was wrong as to why I could not. And I say that to everyone because these limited belief stories that we tell ourselves are such paralysis. Mm-hmm. For us That's another P word. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for us not to do something because we are paralyzed by the story of that perfection. And we can't we can't do it because, and there's always that because at the end of that phrase because, and when we stop saying because, it's the liberation. So my next question are um, for you is, how did it feel once you finally got the courage to let go, and published it has been so fun because the fears melted away the hesitation melted away and I can't I can't really describe what why I had that have that readiness now where I didn't have it three months ago or, or three years ago, or it's crazy. Um, you know, one thing I've always, I've always said is you're ready when you're ready. And that's funny. It kind of goes back to that practice patience chapter that we, we plant a seed. And if we realize that that seed takes time to grow, we have to nurture it. 
that's in my book too. That's my end chapter. <laughs> we have to nur- we have to nurture it. And we have to nurture ourselves and be easy on ourselves and forgive ourselves. We don't have to be perfect. And we can dream a little bit. And the more that we can bring gratitude into that and be grateful where, for where we are at where we're supposed to be at that given moment. And well, even that's if that's a difficult moment, find something to be grateful for, we can find that. Fabulous. As we're getting ready to close, you know, there's just a few more quick, quick questions for you in that if um, our optimized audience out there wants to find the book, where should they go? They can go right to Amazon mm-hmm. and just search for Step Into Happy, Marion Edvardson. And spell that again because I'm a lousy speller and I forget. I know, and that's why the easiest way is to just go to stepintohappy.com. <laughs> and that is just, you know, all one word, stepintohappy.com. That's my website, and that will bring you a link right to Amazon so you don't have to spell Marion right and you don't have to spell Edvardson right. But I will just real quickly so that you get to know me a little bit. It's M-A-R-I-A-N, Edvardsen. Um, my husband is a first-generation Norwegian, um, is E-D-V, as in Victor, A-R-D, as in David, S-E-N, Edvardsen. Nice. Well, you know, you kind of got the military with the civilian in there. <laughs> <laughs> Because the victim was right, but David is not. <laughs> and I have to say that because on the military side of us, they're going to say, what? That's not right. <laughs> but, I, you know, even after my 29th birthday, uh, I still today use them uh, when I need to spell something for someone and they say spell it out. I still use my military alphabet. <laughs> I I do, I do. Yeah. You know, I, I, I went into, I joined the military when I was 18, right out of high school. And mm-hmm. so I grew up, I, I yeah, I pretty much learned to gr- grow up in the military. And, and a lot of those drill sergeant, um, permanent duty station uh, uh, behaviors kind of stuck throughout my years since departure from the military. And, you know, okay, so we could go to stepintoahappy.com. And is that where we can find you and get information from you if we wanted to um, find out about your coaching programs or what are your coaching programs, by the way? Uh, I don't have them up there specifically, but um, I will have a link to just contact me and we can have a discovery session. Um, you know, I have eight-week programs. Um, I have just, you know, kind of a, a two-session um, program where we can just start 
right? Maybe do the passion test together um, to just help people get a little clearer on what they want in their lives. And then we just build it from there. Um, Yeah. So that's, you just have to start, right? That's the most important thing. And also when you go to Amazon, um, I actually have um, a trio of books because based off of the book, I have a journal. So it is um, just gives you little prompts of what the chapters are. And just maybe that might just be a little prompt or a little quote so that you can just journal every day and, um, and get your thoughts down. Some people love to journal. So I have a journal. And I also have a daily success planner. And that just walks you through every day. It's a three-month undated planner where you can just jot down a little bit of gratitude, a little bit of what your priorities for the day are, um, your little calendar scheduler, and um, just room for notes and doodles. And um, and at the end, again, some gratitude practice and just re- celebrating yourself. What did you do well that day? That's um, It's really kind of a fun planner. People like it for those who have bought it already. Fabulous. Thank you so much for that. And my last question for you is any takeaways from tonight for you? Well, the best is just chatting with you. Um, And, you know, we have a lot in common, Heather, just um, kind of finding your way along that road, right, to um, a life that's more fulfilling and and just living your best life and so the, the biggest takeaway is to just dream a little bit and to if you don't feel like you're you really have a path then you can create one because we've both kind of done that with our books right yes we have and i we, guess the big the biggest takeaway is to just start and and that's the hardest thing is for us to start because, you know, our mindset is we'll start tomorrow. Right. Yeah. I'm going to start tomorrow. I'm going to start that exercise program tomorrow. I'm going to start working on that project tomorrow. I'm going to start that diet tomorrow. I'm going to write that book starting tomorrow. How many tomorrows do we say? Hmm. You know, this is a quote, I don't know who said it, but every so often it pops into my mind and it says, you know, tomorrow's not on the calendar. (laughs) And so my thing now is, you know, if I say I'm going to do something, I just do it right then, right now. Right. Right now. And, and, And just be done with it because, my short-term memory will not allow me to remember something two minutes later. So if I don't do it now, it will never get done. And it's, it's so, you know, if we adopt that principle sometimes, we'd be amazed at how much we get done if we just go ahead and do it now instead of waiting until tomorrow. Because tomorrow is, you'll never get there. You'll never get there tomorrow in that. You know, Miriam, thank you so, so much 
You know, these are the wonderful peoples and stories that we hear at Roadmapping Your Life with me, Heather D. Mahoney, on Tuesdays at 9 o'clock. And you can join me every Tuesday right here. And they, I think they say same bad channel, right? Right. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember how it goes. But same bad channel, same time. Every same bad time, same bad channel. Yeah, there you go. Unless there's a concert, which is my number one passion, is to go to a live concert. Oh, nice. There you go. Number one passion. Absolutely. So whenever there's a live concert um, in my wheel um, wheel hole, um, I'm at a concert. And I think my next one is Sting coming up in September, early September, mid-September. I'm not sure what night he's on, but. If I'm not here on a Tuesday night, you know I'm at our concert. <laughs> well, have fun. That sounds like a great number one passion. It is. It is. So, But I will see you here next Tuesday night at 9 a.m. And you can always find an amazing program with Mary Stanley and others here at Optimizing, the Optimizing Your Life channel. So we'll see you again next week. And once again, Marianne, thank you. Peace and practice to you. And Henley says good night. And thank you so much for having me as your guest. Thank you. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Okay, bye.